Good evening, everyone. Today is Monday, the 28th of August, 2023, and from now on, I will continue this podcast in which I will summarize and explain every trading day. A new episode will be uploaded every trading day at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. This week will be full of economic data, which will help shape the outlook for where interest rates will go from here. During his most recent speech in Jackson Hole, Fed Chair Jerome Powell emphasized that for inflation to fall back to the 2% target, we need to see a period of below-trend growth and some loosening of the labor market. Hence, the August jobs report, which will be released on the coming Friday, will be crucial for the Fed and investors. Let us go back a few weeks. Equities made significant upward movements due to the fact that economic data was speaking in favor of the soft landing narrative. Inflation continued to surprise to the downside, and economic data was strong, but not too hot for comfort. However, then we got the retail sales report for July, which was very strong, and Fed meeting minutes, which were very hawkish. Treasury yields also rose significantly across the curve due to supply from the Treasury, upside risks to inflation caused by the strength of the U.S. economy, the Fitch downgrade, the BOJ raising the limit to where yields on Japanese bonds can rise, which you know could draw Japanese investors away from the U.S., as investing at home becomes more attractive. And of course, also quantitative tightening. The Fed continues to shrink its balance sheet. The rise in treasury yields, hawkish Fed meeting minutes, and a very strong retail sales report caused investors to fear a higher for longer interest rates environment. Then Jay Powell held his speech in Jackson Hole, which was a relatively hawkish speech. The key takeaways from his speech were the Fed will keep at it until the job is done. Two months of positive inflation data are only the beginning of what is required in order to be confident that inflation is on a sustainable downward trajectory. Interest rates could stay higher for longer. Getting inflation to 2% requires a period of below-trend growth and a loosening of the labor market. 2% will remain the inflation data. And further decisions about monetary policy will depend on the totality of the data. Even though many of these things have been said before by Jay Powell, I would classify the speech as hawkish. If you combine that with the other events I just talked about, it simply caused investors to question whether pricing in the soft landing narrative is appropriate. And this is where the economic data that will be released this week comes in. The economic data of this week will allow the equity market to determine whether it should continue to chase the soft landing narrative, or in other words, this week will sort of give the capital market a direction of travel. Thomas Say, former Merrill Lynch trader, said to Bloomberg today that, quote, this week is important because it has the chance to either reinforce the soft slash no landing and disinflation pillars of the rally, or potentially undermine them. The former will likely result in a reflex rally, while the latter could open up a sharp drop in stocks. End of quote. Here are the current estimates for the August jobs report. The estimate for non-farm payrolls is 165,000 versus a prior 187,000. The unemployment rate is expected to remain unchanged at 3.5%, while average hourly earnings year over year are expected to fall to 4.3% compared to 4.4% the previous month. 
The month-over-month number is expected to fall to 0.3% from 0.4% in July, and the participation rate is expected to remain unchanged at 62.6%. Regarding Federal Reserve Policy, Seema Shah, Chief Global Strategist at Principal Asset Management, believes that, quote, our expectation is that Fed policy rates have now peaked. Of course, the Fed will need to remain alert to inflation pressure. As long as economic growth is strong, a resurgence in inflation is at risk, end of quote. Another thing that, hap- that happened today, very important, was the two-year and five-year Treasury note auction, which drew the highest yields since before the 2008 financial crisis, clearly reflecting the implications of higher for longer for U.S. bonds. According to Bloomberg, the $45 billion two-year auction was awarded at 5.024%. The $46 billion five-year auction drew 4.4%. Let us take a look at how the major U.S. indices and treasury bonds performed during Monday's trading day as of 2.43 p.m. New York time. The S&P 500 rose 0.4%. The Nasdaq rose 0.4% and the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 0.4% as well. The 10-year Treasury yield declined 2 basis points to 4.22%, while West Texas Intermediate Crude rose 0.4% to $80.12 a barrel. Right now, half of the S&P 500 companies are trading above and half below their 200-day moving average. Let us get to the top corporate news today. 3M and Co. rallied today. Bloomberg reported that the company made a tentative agreement to pay over $5.5 billion to resolve lawsuits claiming it sold defective combat earplugs. The stock is rallying because the $5.5 billion is lower than most analysts expected. Many expected as much as $10 billion. Finally, I would like to talk about the importance of confidence. The Fed, in my opinion, will keep interest rates elevated until it is confident that inflation has returned to the 2% target. As long as the economy grows above trend and the labor market remains tight, there will be upside risks to inflation. Hence, the Fed will likely stay hawkish until we start to see below-trend growth and a moderation of labor market conditions. That is it for today's episode. See you again tomorrow and have a great evening.